Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to Who's That Cat? Hope you guys are still alive out there. Um, I'm Ernesto Ledesma, your host, and today's cat we got Josh Awad, everybody. Say what's up, dude. Yo, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. To be honest, right off the top, my morning, I want to shave, cut my nostril. (laughs) (laughs) Your actual nostril? Yeah. Oh, man. I got a phone call and I, I went to turn while also still continuing to shave and I just cut my nostril. So, you know what I mean? Now I'm disfigured. Oh, That's man. how I start my day. How are you doing, Josh? Uh, better than you. Better than me. <laughs> better than you. That's funny. Is that the worst uh, trimming incident that you've had? Um, no. One time I shaved my mustache, so I had to shave. I accidentally like shaved, so I mm. shaved my whole face. Oh. And- and then I was ugly for about two months. Oh, you don't, you don't, you don't go without a beard. Uh, it's just weird. I look like twelve or something. How, when? How like long a, has it been since you've probably you've not had a beard? Probably about a year, to be honest. Mm. Probably t- about a year. Um, which leads me to that: How long have you been doing comedy, Josh? Uh, it's been like two years consistently. Okay. Uh, but the first time I got on stage was January of 2016 2016 yeah the first time i got on stage i was working at the time it was uh at the haha uh a friend signed me up i ended up just driving him there i drove him to a couple mics never thought about doing stand-up and uh he signed me up yeah wait but you were already working at a comedy club no no i was working out in uh i was working out in in north hollywood close to the haha oh okay Yeah. yeah and i wasn't even yeah I was working with a friend who did comedy and drove him to open mics. And you had seen it. You'd, you'd obviously been to, like, go watch comedy before. Other like Loved comedy my whole life. I always thought, like, I would do, like, comedy writing, but never thought about performing. So you were already interested in writing comedy, though? Yes, yeah, that's, always. That's weird for you to... I've never met any anybody where, like, that was their focus first, and they're like, yeah, I guess I'll get into stand-up. It was like, I've always, like, since high school, like, I've always, like, wanted to write and direct my own comedy movies. Okay, So when I say, like, comedy, it wasn't stand-up. Yeah, it wasn't stand-up. I never thought about stand-up. Like, it was, I loved stand-up, but I never thought I could do it. I always thought myself as, like, a behind-the-scenes director, uh, not a performer, you know? Right, right. And it's something I kind of fell into, yeah, and then um, so the first jump you actually took into performing, it wasn't even your... Somebody just pushed you into it? Yeah, pushed so me into I'm it. I'm assuming then, you went up there, no set? Um, Well, I saw him sign me up. I was there, and I was kind of like, what? And I was lucky enough to go very late, actually last in the mic. So the whole time I was on my phone writing down anything I've said that I thought was remotely funny. Yeah. Um, Most of it wasn't. <laughs> I I remember I did like a religion joke that did not land, and I'm like, a religion oh. joke? Yeah, about Christianity. I'm like, oh, people don't like it when you bash their beliefs when they don't know you. Like, <laughs> I learned that. I, but I got, I got uh, very lucky, and I got a big laugh my first time doing stand up. Yeah, just one. Just one I got one. a good big laugh. I probably had a minute left, and I was like, goodbye, everybody. Like off that good laugh. And I don't know. I I I that like that great. moment. You ended strong, and then they got you hooked. You mm-hmm. wanted to do it again. Yeah, that one that mo- that one moment was uh, good enough for me to 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 go back. 
and I did it about uh, maybe less than a dozen times um, while I was working and maybe like once a week and just not consistently and not very taking it seriously, just having fun doing it. And, and when you were doing this, what was just like, what was going through your head? Were you, you were like, all right, I'm going to try to make a career out of this. Or you were just like, I'm just going to do it just to do it, it and was, see if I could do it. I was just doing it to, cause I, I had fun doing it. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was next. I only went to the haha when the first, my first stint, I only went to the haha. I went about 10 times and I didn't know there were other open mics. I didn't know how bad that mic was <laughs> until maybe almost a year later when I went to other mics. Yeah. But there was a few months where I only went to to that mic 10 times, and I thought that's all it was. I thought that's what stand-up comedy was, three, four, five comics, and the host, like, yeah. uh, you know, in the crowd. And that's what you perform for. And I didn't know anything else, so <laughs> you look at me. I'm, I have like so much confidence up there. Like, like <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know any better. You know? I didn't know any better. That's why I was confident. <laughs> yeah. Like That's now, now shit. I'm like, oh my god, these people aren't gonna laugh at any of this. You know? And then your first big crowd. I wasn't was skeptical. Like? Oh, my first big crowd was the uh, the oh. Ontario Improv. Yeah. Uh, my buddy who signed me up that one day. Uh, he's it's actually Deshaun Ra. He's um, a YouTube uh, YouTube comedian turned stand-up, and he's from this area. We went to high school to the same high school, and yeah, I met uh, that guy at the castle. You yeah, remember? That's how I met both of you. I believe. Yeah, that's a great mic, man. Yeah. That was a great <laughs> mic. <laughs> uh, good food. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I don't know why they shut it down. Uh, um, but uh, so that was my first big crowd. And he signed you up. Uh, yeah, the, he was, was he the first one that signed you up yeah, yeah, originally yeah. as well? Yeah, yeah, and he booked me on his show at the Ontario Improv, and I did eight minutes in my first show, and, uh, yeah, and he's the I'm not a rapper guy, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he's the super hot fire. Yeah, um, super hot fire. Mm-hmm. And then he he was shooting his uh his deranged special that night, so I did eight minutes before that, and oh, he yeah. came out in the whole red delirious suit, and he killed it, and uh, so that was my first show, uh, like as a comedian but I, I i had been working on that eight minutes for for six months and just hitting as many mics as i can and at this point it wasn't just a haha this was a this was almost a year later yeah uh in 2017 so 2016 did a couple mics never did a show uh got busy with work never did stand up again and then got back into it about march of 2017 and that's when i took it more seriously and thought this is what i want to do Awesome. Yeah. That's fucking that's a that's a pretty bi- pretty big uh step like in a year. I mean, when I watched you the first time, I believe I think I seen you at the Ontario Improv maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh no, actually before that cuz I had seen you at at the castle. Mm-hmm. So pretty much just at at just these mics and you know how like the castle was it's not you were getting like crazy feedback from the audience. Yeah. But yeah. you were obviously um, like one of the best writers definitely on the, cause you had like legit jokes, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like right off the bat when I saw you, you already had like yeah. good jokes. Thank you. Thank you. Like, uh, I, I tried to write a lot. Uh, I still try to write a lot because I feel like that's what I'm stronger at. You know, I try very hard to be a performer, but that comes very unnatural for me. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a better writer and I know what's funny, but it's hard to. Um, act it out and you know 
perform. Like I see people at mics and I'm like, oh, these guys are great performers. You yeah. Know? And I and I envy them. Like they've just been doing it longer, or they have like a theater background, or they're just like very animated, you know. And it's just like these. That's just not what I am, you know. Like I'm more of a writer, and that's something I'm trying to get out of. I I feel that as well. I feel like in my stand up. Um, how I usually do it is like I'll write the joke. That's how it starts every time. And then I'll go and then I'll tell the joke. You know what I mean? Just tell the joke to people and then see if it's funny. And then if it keeps getting positive, you know, reactions or if I feel like it could be funnier, you just I figure out the movement I need to take. Do you bounce your jokes off of people before you hit the stage with it? Do you test it out uh, on coworkers? Do you test it out on friends? Or do you go blindly to the stage? <coughs> I've never said this to a human before. Here we go. Um, no, because I don't have coworkers. You know, my I, my coworkers are you guys, just comics. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. And and I'm, you don't have a job. You're just a working comedian. Yeah, I'm not a working comedian, but it's like <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like <laughs> I'm working on being a comedian. You know what yeah, I mean? I like that. So like I'm just taking. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just taking doing my thing. You know what I mean? Not even worried about really money or anything. So it's pretty. It's pretty nice when you're not. You know like really too worried about balling out and shit. I'm just like, I don't care. I'll just be poor for a year, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't care. When I um, got back into it, that's, that was kind of like I wasn't working at the time, and that's all I was doing was stand-up. You know, I quit my job. Uh, yeah. and then months later, I started getting into stand-up. I mean, it's cool when you could just like, it's all you, you think about because you're at work, I'm sure, and then all you can think about is like what you're going to say on stage later, right? Uh, or... or I mean, I couldn't focus, so mm -hmm. it's like whatever. This is I'm just gonna go do that for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as I was saying, like I don't bounce it. I don't bounce my jokes off of anybody because, like, I and then I don't really hang out with people other than like you know family, you know, and shit, or like my neighbors. But other than that, I don't really hang out with people. I hang out with you guys and shit. Um, so and I'm not gonna run my bits <laughs> on comics, you know, like that's fucking weird. Yeah. So I have to do it on stage. Yeah, 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 and then otherwise it feels weird, you know. I just try to figure it out the entire time at home, and then go on stage and already have it like you know what I mean, somewhat prepared. Um, other than that, riffing and stuff, but I don't really run my jokes on anybody. Uh, do you run your jokes on anybody beforehand? Uh, I usually do it on stage. Like I have, like, couple people that I like to bounce ideas off of. Um. My cousin, who's not into, he's not a stand-up, but he's very funny. Yeah. Um, he's actually um, a literature major, uh, and he lives in San Francisco. So we FaceTime. I run jokes by him and uh, Karina, my girlfriend. Yeah. I run jokes by her. Um, That's interesting because uh, your your girlfriend's also a comic. Yeah. And yeah. It's it's weird. So you guys bounce the jokes off each other and yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. So we give each other tags. That's and sick. That's like yeah. you're just with like you just have like a writing partner, like not writing partner, but you know what I mean. Like they can help you because they fucking get it. You know what I mean mm -hmm. on the same level. Yeah. Oh, it, it it it's great. Like I'm having so much fun like doing it. You know with her because it's it's great to see her grow so much. Like since she's been doing it. You know she's yeah. taking it very seriously and. Like, uh, it's, it's like, it's pushing me to get better as well, you know? So we're pushing each other and we're both, you know, we're both in it to win it, you know? Yeah. Do you <laughs> think like there's a, some sense of competitiveness at all or it's just... Uh, not anymore. Okay, <laughs> I, I'll tell you about the first time she did better 
than me at an open mic. Like, I didn't <laughs> like that. Like, I, I did new stuff at a mic, and um, I didn't do well. And then she went up after me, and she did great. And comics were going up to her and being like, oh, you did great. Good job. And they were walking past me. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> oh, I've had that happen. Yeah. Man. And I was just like, or, hmm. Or like, when they do the thing where it's like, hey, they go up to the guy next to you. Hey, dude, you fucking killed it. And then they look at you and they make eye contact. They're like, you too. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, hey, relax. Yeah, they're like, hey, man, you did great. They look over like, good to see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's cool. That's cool you guys get to <laughs> Yeah, so no competitiveness anymore. Like you know, like yeah, like that. I, I, I get little um, times where my ego comes in, and then I just have to shut it down. You know, like yeah. <laughs> just shut it down. But I would imagine it's also like it's a great feeling. You're like, oh, she's fucking killing it oh, right yeah. now. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen her do. I've seen her do well enough every time that I see her. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, I tell like she's actually taking it pretty seriously. Oh yeah, and she's getting up. You know just as much as me exactly you know? yeah she's doing her own mics she's going off on her own and you know that's not like at first she was only hitting mics with me yeah you know, didn't feel comfortable uh but now she's you know if i'm busy she'll go hit a mic she has these women mics that are all, all women mics that, <laughs> that she goes to like oh, that's so funny uh, yeah it's like uh <laughs> you're like she you know like yeah. when you're like your girlfriend wants to hang out with you, and you're like, oh, I'm busy. She's like, I'm going to hang out with the girls. Yeah. It's like the <laughs> comedian yeah. version of that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, she was like, um, I was trying to be funny. I'm like, well, there's not an all men's mic. She was like, yeah, it's called every other mic. Because <laughs> there's been so many times where she's the only girl. You know? <laughs> That's how they get you, man. Yeah. That's I was like, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Can't even, can't even challenge that one. No. It's right every time. Um, how long uh, has she been doing stand-up? About like a year? or Since May. I don't so, and we're in uh, so <laughs> yeah that's why i'm just like i looked at you i'm like i don't know the math but like yeah like close to seven months yeah so oh she's fucking she gets up a lot yeah yeah she's a pup though like she just started yeah but she's been, wow yeah she's been writing a lot she's been digging deep and talking about herself you know like that's yeah, what i, that's uh, what that's I like what, yeah exactly like yeah. she like I'm doing that now, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I still like if I have like a funny dick joke, I'll still say it's funny <laughs> to me, you know what I mean? I guess I'm just immature. But yeah, yeah. but I'm starting now to like actively try to talk about myself because it's like instantly connecting with the crowd. Yeah. And she did that right off the top. It's fucking dope, dude. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. she has funny jokes. Yeah, like you it talk took me, it took me a long time yeah. to do that, you know? You talk about yourself too on stage. Yeah, which, now, which now I, like. I do. Like yeah. like that that first show that I mentioned at the Ontario Improv with eight minutes. Like I was very happy that those eight minutes did well there. But like months later, when I was looking back on it, like I feel like uh, I didn't like it because the material wasn't about me. You know, yeah. like you didn't get a sense of who I was. Yeah. And um, the next six months, I had another show, another eight minutes, and that was more geared towards like me about you know me being Egyptian, about my job, about you know my religion, about my girlfriend. It was more of like you get a sense of yeah. me and how I would react in situations, and like I was very proud of like uh, I had that challenge of write about yourself, and I kind of did it, and I'm yeah, still like in a funny way, in a funny like, way, yeah. And yeah. It, some of it was like not like uh, like killer material, but it pushed me like oh I'm stuff that happens to me is funny yeah and it pushed me to get to some killer material later yeah. you know um interesting dude i love that i love the outlook on the whole thing yeah yeah, yeah so that's that and you think some of my favorite comedians 
I know who they are and how they would react to certain situations, you know, and yeah, I like that. There's yeah. comedians that I I love too that aren't my style, you know, but who who are your comedic influences? You don't mind me asking. Uh, I think my top my top comedians that I just love watching and just love their stage presence and love their writing would have to be like Dave Chappelle. Uh, Gary Shandling and like George Carlin like those guys are I just feel like on a different level and did things differently but were able to be funny and have a message like Gary Shandling um, I didn't know about him when I first started standing up but uh, I got into him uh, and I just fell just fell in love with the way he did stand up and way he looked at life and uh he started off as a comedy writer so that appealed to me yeah yeah and um so i bumped into judd apatow um purposely when i went to a show bumped into him at the bar well, yeah well, talked to him like purposely i saw him walk out after his set and then i went out You're and like, i said oh, hey judd apatow hey, hey good to see you there. yeah um, and he was talking about Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling was on his mind because he was, I realize now he was editing that Gary Shandling Zen Diaries uh, documentary, which is great. If you He ever, was editing it? Yeah, he was editing, he was a producer, he came up with it, wow. but he was in that process of putting it out. Yeah. So it was on his mind. So everything that he mentioned to me, he would relate back to Gary Shandling. Like yeah. I said, oh, I'm in, I'm an IE comic, then I'm going to come out to LA when I'm good. He's like, oh, you know, Gary Shandling did a lot of stuff, uh, you know, at the Largo and in the Valley. Then he came to LA when he was good. And yeah. so like, it was, I didn't know a lot about Gary Shandling. I went home, learned everything about Gary Shandling. So you were instantly <laughs> like, oh, yeah. fuck, I yeah. could be this guy that people are talking about later. Cause this guy's so fucking, you just started relating right off the Well, top. I looked up to Jed after so much. So the fact that he kept bringing this guy up, I'm like, oh, I should know about my influences influence you know yeah okay. Judd was one of my first influence like i love 40 old virgin uh again and he's super bad a great writer trying yeah. to get in like those were i wanted to make movies like that you know uh-huh. and then I, it just so happened that he got into stand-up around back into stand-up the same time as me <laughs> Uh, so it, it's interesting and then so gary shandling i remember uh on me and karina's first date uh it was about a year ago um we came back to my house and I showed her Gary Shandling's first Tonight Show set. That, yeah, the set. Yeah. And all she wanted to do was make out. And that's <laughs> that's that's what I'm so stupid. This I'm like, hey, you want to see this funny thing? You know, like. Oh my god, dude! I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't read signs. I'm really bad. I'm know? fucking. I'm dumb. Like yeah. I, I say that all the time. I'm like the only reason. Like, like, I think. Like it's that I even get girls is because then they throw it at me and I just seem aloof. So it's like, oh, that's he doesn't even want it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, no, I just don't get it. You know I, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I had a girl next day after she was like, why did you wait so long to make a move? I'm like, did I wait long? She was like, we watched like three episodes of The Office. I'm like, oh, OK. Yeah, that's a uh, that's kind of long. You know, I don't even, well, just fuck it. It's like, just say something. You know what I mean? I mean, I would, but you're you'd be all fucking creeped out. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You can't just fucking. Um, also, I just have anxiety, to be honest. So it's like, that's just stuff. Like about everything, and now I'm over here going to make life decisions. It's, Relax, yeah, it's lady. a fear of rejection, you know? It's like, yeah. I can't get rejected if I don't try, it's, you know? And, and it's funny because then, like, 
then I'm totally cool with that, with like going on stage and bombing. I'm like, eh. uh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I bombed whatever. That rejection, I'm okay with. Like, <laughs> there's certain rejection. Like, I remember when I first got my show uh, in Covina, I would pass out flyers like on the weekends to people. Uh, on the streets of yeah. the downtown uh, Covina area, yeah, and so many people just wouldn't even like lo- look at you, look at you, yeah. yeah, like no thanks, no, you know, and like you're a homeless person, yeah. they just ignore you. <coughs> you know what the I mean? First couple times it hurts, you know. It's like <laughs> they're, it's like they're rejecting you, you know, and not that's, your show. That's so funny. When you bark and then you're like, hey, nope, yeah. okay, yeah. Uh, but right. but now it gets to the point where it's like it, it's nothing. Yeah, you know? it, I mean. Do you remember your worst bombing? Uh, I won- I remember one of my worst bombings. It, w- it was in San Francisco at the Brainwash, which isn't around anymore. It, it was a laundromat uh, <laughs> slash cafe. Yeah. Oh, it- slash cafe. Mm-hmm. Fucking San Francisco. Man. Yeah, yeah. And they had like a little corner stage and uh, it was a good mic. I just was not good. This is like about a year ago. And Those people there? Oh, yeah. obviously washing their clothes. Yeah, there's shit. a lot of people there. It's <laughs> <Yeah, like>, um, <laughs> a great fucking setup. Yeah. I froze on stage for 40 seconds. Oh, my God. And the worst part was um, I was pacing and I was, like, doing hand motions like I was about to say something and open my mouth, but I never said anything for 40 <laughs> seconds. And then I said, that's all. Just walking for four. It's so cringeworthy. <laughs> I watch it now weird. and I cringe. You know? Oh, did you? We have a video. I have it on oh, video. That's so fucking yeah. crazy. Because when I first started and I just started recording everything. I recorded. Oh, so you record? Yeah, you you're heavy into like. But yeah, but this is like with my phone. But like, yeah, yeah I love to record things. I want I wanted everything on on tape, you know. And like, I look at my sets from back then, and it, it's just great to see how much I've grown. Like when a bit didn't work, I would physically drop my head i would drop my head on stage and look down at the floor or in my shoes when something didn't work yeah uh and that's just not like now if something doesn't work i just deflect it you know and yeah. i just keep going you know <laughs> keep like they don't they don't know you know yeah i yeah i always try to just fucking like pick it back up with like just something funny you know what i mean yeah. I, I like i'll acknowledge it if it didn't work i'll be like if it didn't work completely i'll ha- i have to say something and then that gets a laugh you know what mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm. um or you know if it didn't work like you still got like little pockets of laughs yeah like you know it's what the fuck whatever but yeah that's a great that's a because body language says a lot you know and when you're first starting off, it, it, like it's easy to listen, but you don't see what you're doing wrong. Like if you're pacing a lot, like I used to mess with the mic stand a lot, like just fidget with it when I wasn't, um, when it wasn't in my hands, I would just reach over and mess with it. Yeah. Uh, so now, like when I first noticed that, I put it way behind the stage. Yeah. So I don't do that. You know, I used to the mic cord just like little things like that you leave it w- alone i used to try to like pick it up and like have like a bundle of mic cord yeah why, why? <laughs> so distracting just, yeah just so leave it alone you yeah. know what i mean and you realize it now when you're watching somebody's set and they're doing something with yeah. their hands and, and messing like, with stuff you're like I'm, i can't listen to you and even if yeah even if it's like they're doing great you're just like focused on the one thing <laughs> yeah, they're doing wrong yeah i it's also like how do you feel about when people are like don't wear shorts on stage like because people will look at your legs it's like I don't know if you've heard that. You don't I, care. I have no problem with it. Yeah. I No, shorts on stage. We're in California. I feel like, like it would be uh, yeah, I feel like 
I feel like it would be distracted. Like I, like I've definitely looked at people. Like I've never done it. I've just you know, been. Like, I don't. I don't wear shorts on stage. Was, I've never done it. But I don't. I've never judged somebody who did it. You know. I've done it. Yeah. I've totally done it. But it's like, I feel weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about how you should dress at a show? Is it important to to dress nice, or is it important to dress like you? I just fucking. Just wear whatever, you know what I mean? So it's you wear what you were going to wear that day anyway. If you had a big show yeah, at the, yeah, at like, the improv like, or the store, you're, you're going to wear whatever you're going to wear. Yeah. I mean, like I, when I was at the comedy store the other time for the Rose Battle, yeah. I was just like, dude, I didn't even change. I was just wearing whatever I was wearing and I was hanging out with friends. And then I was like, oh, shit, I got to go do this. And yeah. then I just left. How, how was that Rose Battle too? Like I heard, I heard you killed, you won. Yeah, there's a... Yeah, I guess it was pretty. It was pretty cool. Jorah had a really funny joke about El, El Super uh, manager's assistant, uh, which is funny because I don't know how he even knew that I used to work for El Super, but <laughs> did he? But know yeah, that? but he used it on the roast, which is hilarious. Oh man! And then, um, but it was pretty. I think I just got him because of the rebuttals. Because I had like, yeah, um, like little things. Yeah, because you know we each had three jokes, and then. Um, but every time he would say something, I had another joke. So really, I had five jokes that I said, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know. I was just trying to be funny, and I didn't. I wasn't really nervous at all. Well, you, you were funny. Like you weren't trying to be funny. You were funny because you won, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Was that your first roast battle? Yeah, that was my first roast battle. Dang, you think you want to do it again? Definitely, dude. There's a video on my YouTube actually, or the, if if you go on my IG and you click the little link, there'll be a, a video on it. Like you can find it. Um, it was pretty dope. I felt really good about it because, like, I always felt kind of like weird about my writing because some shit's only funny to me. But then I realized it's like you just gotta write it out. You gotta do it. You know what I mean? To where it's funny to everyone. You just gotta express it properly. Um, so I was always weird about my writing, and people would always be like, "You're a good writer," and I'm like, "I don't know." You know what I mean? But then that when I did that roast, I was like, "All right, I guess." You, you got know some I mean? confidence from it, you think? Yeah, definitely, dude. Because like everything I said worked. You know what I mean? There was yeah. not one thing that I said that I, didn't get a huge. I blast. did see some clips from it, and it wasn't like the. It was the way you were on stage too. Like you had great stage presence. You you were. They liked you. You know. Yeah, it was cool. They liked you, and that and that <laughs> and that's good. So I was like, all right, you know, that helped. Anything you said they would have liked, you know. Yeah, thanks, man. It was cool. So, I mean, and then when I when I did that, I just fucking wore, like, a hoodie. Yeah, like yeah. Like a baseball hat. Yeah. And then with, you know, like, I had my phone in my pocket. Like, totally, you could see it on my sweater <laughs> pocket. And then, like, my keys were hanging out of my pocket. <laughs> like, yeah. It was, like, so stupid. I look back and I'm like, what the fuck am I wearing, you know? But, I mean, I never really worry about that. You just wear whatever you're going to wear, like. So you got another, you got an opponent in mind? I don't. I don't. But like whoever, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's really funny. I want to, I want to roast uh, Karina. Do you? Yeah. Oh, you guys should, that would be really funny. You guys should, you guys could set that up at the store, right? Yeah. Yeah, you guys should do that. Sometime. Yeah, maybe in a, in a few months we'll get there. Should, yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> That'll be really funny. But you guys can't bounce the jokes off each other. You no, know, we're like, going to. We have to. <laughs> I, we're, we, you know we're going to bounce them off each other. And I, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to say something. She's like, did you really mean that? I'm going to be like, you wrote it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you helped me with that. I feel like you guys should just like write them in secret. 
and then just unveil them <laughs> there. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's that's how you break up. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you don't do it. That's probably why I don't have a girlfriend right now. Oh, that's yeah, because you, you roast her without even a, a I battle. I just roast her right <laughs> off the bat. Like, oh, hey, honey, you smell like shit or oh, something. No, yeah. no, I wouldn't say that, but um, that, wasn't even a, that wasn't even a roast. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, no. I mean, I'm, I'm mean. That's just the worst <laughs> fucking... Who does that? A fucking animal just right off the bat. Yeah. Attack whoever you wake up with. Mm-hmm. Oh, like so going back to the, the clothing thing. Like, I, I I read this Steve Martin book, and he said, uh, always look better than they do. You know? Oh, yeah, I've Always dress better than they do. And, yeah. it, like, when I first did a couple of my shows, I did that. Like, I, I had, like, like a, a button-up. No, oh. not a suit, but a button-up and a nice jacket. Like... Like nice shoes. Like I tried, you know. Yeah. Uh, and now it's more like you know I'll wear like a t-shirt and a hoodie, like yeah. you know, more comfortable. Because I think just the times have changed since he's been. Um, yeah, I think you just if you just like look like you're just cool with the crowd. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if you go up there and you look intimidating, you know what I mean for the crowd. I feel like they're just like. I mean, it might go both ways. They might be like, oh, shit, this guy's fucking... Let me listen to what this guy has to say. Or be like, all right, fucking relax, guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when I see that, when I can't dress up, like, nice. Because it's always like, who the fuck? Come on. And what the fuck? Have you ever tried? I mean, I have. But it's like, <laughs> I hate it. You know what I mean? I instantly want to get out of that clothes. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't... Like, Juan Sias, he wears suits all the time. Just Dude. works for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it does work for him. I don't think I've ever seen him without a tie. I've seen him with that. I've seen him with a t-shirt. With a, like, a, not a button-up? Yeah, t-shirt and shorts. Oh, man. It's a whole nother guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you think if you were to do, like, a special, you'd wear, like, a suit and shit? I would try. Yeah? Not a suit, but I would definitely try. Like, you know, Aziz Ansari wears a suit, and he makes it work, you know? Yeah. John Mulaney wears a suit. Like, yeah, they, those guys are like hilarious they're not exactly old school either like they're relevant and they're wearing suits you know yeah um i would think about it i would think about it like i would have to feel comfortable you know if i'm doing my material if it's a suit that i feel comfortable in and it looks good and i feel you know but i would feel uncomfortable wearing a suit for the first time in years, you know. If it's going to be for like a thing. Like yeah, for an hour. You put it I don't want to feel stiff, you yeah. know. But I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to it. I think I'm so far away from that that may, maybe my style will change, you know. Do you think that, uh, appear, so you think appearance matters like at all or a lot, I would say, on stage? Like, I would say. Oh, yeah, it does. Like, like you're you getting like, judged the second, before your mouth, you open your mouth, you're getting judged by what you look like and what you're wearing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So. Like, for example, do you think, like, people that are attractive, they're just automatically in with the crowd? Uh, no, because if, if you're not an attractive crowd, we might not like you. We might not like you. We don't want to hear what this handsome guy has to say, <laughs> you know? Like, fuck this guy. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So it's kind of like you've got to uh, – it, it, it could be harder, like, for a straight – white model looking guy to get jokes right you know yeah. about he can't it's hard to do self-deprecation because he's way. already in a hole right? yeah when yeah. he starts well, what if he does like self-deprecation like this white you know male model is talking about how hard it is to get girls and then this ugly dude in the back <laughs> is like fuck this guy you know like it, it could be tough you know i feel the same i feel like the same way you know how when the people go on stage 
and then they talk about like getting laid all the time and having like a huge dick or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, <sighs> yeah. Even if the jokes are funny, it's like, dude. Yeah, it like, could be the opposite way. Even, like I saw this guy at the improv talking about uh, how he didn't like having sex with this girl you know he was like oh she was too big and this guy was big it's like who are you judge who are you to judge who's big you know, you know i think i think uh when, people, when like fat people go on stage it's automatically like oh this guy's gonna be so funny right now. <laughs> no for some no. reason <laughs> you know what i mean uh, like, it's gonna be so funny right now yeah and then sometimes they're just like a fat person and mm-hmm. and they're just like <laughs> you know what i mean exactly what you'd expect you're just like oh this guy's not even, he's just standing there, Ralphie Mae style, like in one spot. Yeah, you're that fat. Okay, that's, that's, that's fat. Um, I like, I like Jim Gaffigan though. Like he's, he's, he's like, he's like fat and then his jokes, are, like he's got jokes pertaining to food. Yeah, his jokes make me hungry. Like I watched a special after him and I'm like, I gotta eat. And that's who he is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, yeah, it's funny. Have you ever. Prolific. <laughs> He's so many, so many hours. He doesn't he have a bunch of like comedy albums. Yeah, other, before he put yeah, out his specials. Really yeah. Special, yeah, he has a, he has a book, called I think Dad's Fat actually. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you have any? Do you read material on comics books that uh, comics write? Uh, shit like I that? I read that Steve Martin Born Standing Up, and I just got that Chris Rock, uh, Chris Rock book. And I'm going to start reading that. Um, but I do have, like, a couple, like, workshop comedy books that help me a lot. Oh, yeah? Um, starting off. I've uh, never read one of those. I was advised a couple of times, but I just never got around to it. I'm yeah. fucking lazy, bro. Well, because like, at first, like, when I first started doing stand-up, I didn't want to get up. So I would listen to, like, um, interviews of comics and, like... Um, try to read their books and read workshop books just to skip ahead, you know, try to find a shortcut, you know? Yeah. And it, it helped me find structure, but there's no substitution for like just getting Going up and doing it. Yeah. You're going to learn all that stuff just by getting up. But it, some of it was like good for me to know joke structure and what to look for. And not to say that those are the rules, but just like anything, it helps. It helps. All the basics. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And that, that helped me out a lot. So I do have a few, a few like that, and uh, I think the only way I picked up on stuff like that was like, um, probably like listening to comedy podcasts. Like I would always listen to them. Like before I even started doing stand up, I would listen Me to too. them, and yeah. it's like, all right, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. They'll talk about, they'll talk about bits and like forming bits, and they'll talk about like, you know what I mean? Like the shit that's stupid to do on stage yeah like that's how you find that's how i found out about like not being a hack you know yeah what I mean? it's that's the only way i figured it out or that's the way i started like putting it together before i even went on stage what one thing that uh was a big eye-opener for me when i saw uh louis ck at the comedy store he just dropped in to do a couple minutes he did his uh his seven minutes that he did on SNL, he did at the store. He was running it, practicing it. Um, it was all about animals, and he, he killed it. And then he did one bit after about uh, porn, and he killed it. And the SNL didn't have that porn bit in it. And then I saw him on, I think, Kimmel or something a week later, and he did that porn bit in conversation. So I saw him do it on stage, and then I saw him do it on the couch. 
yeah. to Kimmel. And I'm like, wow, you can see how he made it more conversational and how these funny things that they're saying in conversation are actually planned out bits that they know are already funny. Dude, and it's like, like these guys aren't on all the time. They know their moves. You know who who's fucking amazing at that? Bill Burr. If you just like, it's weird. Um, that's exactly how I picked that on it, but just with Bill Burr. Because I'd hear him say shit in bits, and then a lot of the times where he's talking or he's having a conversation or, like, in a podcast, but he'll just throw it in there, you know what I mean? And it's funny, like, a lot of the shit is funny because it's already jokes that he has in his fucking head. Yeah. And he just figures out if how they to worked on the, If they worked to, on the podcast, why not do it on stage, Yeah. You know? Or from anywhere. Like, that's what we were talking about earlier about how doing, like, a set or a mic uh, without a set list, you know what I mean? A spot without a set list where you could just, like, come up and accidentally or somehow pull a bit or a joke from That's a great, nothing, you great know? muscle. That's a great way to to find new material. It's a great way to, to stretch and do something different. Um, like, another way to, to stretch your comedy skills is I've been I've been hosting and I'm not a host, you know? Um, yeah, you host that sick-ass show in Covina, right? Yeah, you've, you've done it. Yeah, it's you've fucking it. dope. It's dope. Yeah, and it's just got it's it's gotten um, even better since you've been there. Because like, you went to one of our early shows, and um, not to say those weren't good, but I just feel like I n- kind of know what I'm doing and a little bit more, and the lineups have been um, great because I've just been reaching out to people, and people have been reaching out to people for me. The word of mouth of the show has been getting better and people want to do it. You know, people yeah. have been hitting me up. So that's that's what I mean. Like it's getting some legs, you know, but yeah, I appreciate you coming out like a, an early show and it's not exactly close. And but it was fun. It do. It was a dope. It's time. close enough it for it to get time. L.A. comics out, though. You know, it's not. And the, the audience, I mean, there's a lot of room for people. And there was a lot of people. When, I mean, when I went, it was pretty much like. I had to find a table just way in the back just so I can sit. You know what I mean? Because all the tables were pretty filled. And it's hit or miss. It's not always packed like that. Yeah. And sometimes when it is packed, people aren't there for the comedy. So it's kind of like you got to um, inflict comedy upon these people. Yeah. And that was, I, I enjoyed that. It's one of the aspects I enjoyed of it. When I did it, it was like, <laughs> you know, like you just reach out to certain pockets over here and certain pockets over there and yeah. then eventually try to bring it back together. It's yeah. like, uh, it was a cool challenge, and it went well. Some of the crowd was responsive. A lot of it was cool. And the comics that you got to were cool. I enjoyed the show. And uh, you're planning on keep on keeping that there in that same location? Yeah, yeah. We do it uh, twice a month, every other Wednesday there. And it's been, it's been good, and I like it. And it's a way for me to connect with people, and I just want to keep doing it uh, there and try to get other spots as well. But I want to keep that. You guys are doing another uh, mic starting next year, right? Uh, January eighth, we're gonna start a mic here in here in Rancho, um, i.e. Rancho Cucamonga, where I went to high school. Still out here, trying to move to the valley. But till then, I'm gonna be doing a mic at Kung Fu Tea every Tuesday starting January eighth, and uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. It's a little tea place. I don't know how. Um, What's to be expected? Do you think? from that spot so we a great place to work out material uh it's gonna be a lot of comics yeah um, i think 
yeah, I think you're you're a pretty nice guy, so I think a lot of comics like you. I think a lot of comics will probably show up there and support. Yeah, yeah, I've already had like a, a cool amount of people reach out to me and said that they'll definitely be there at the first one. Um, so that's gonna be cool. And I don't know, look, it, it's not a bar, so we're gonna have families, old people, kids uh, that we're gonna have to reach out for. So I'm gonna have to like lay down the rules and be like, hey, you know, if you see kids in here, don't do that blowjob joke, yeah. you know. Like, try to keep it clean. You know, cursing happens, but, like, try to respect the place, you know. And that's what I was um, most worried about. Um, the people that I that reached out to me, I don't have any worries about them um, offending anyone or doing anything stupid. But, you know, there's a lot of comics that are just trying to be funny and that will go up there and don't care about um, you losing the place and will act a fool. And, yeah. you know. And uh, that's kind of what I'm worried about. Yeah, and then also it's like an open mic, so it's like anybody could sign anybody up. Anybody could sign up. We're going to do lottery. And, uh, um, you know, I, it's whatever, whoever gets picked out of the bucket, you know, gets picked out of the bucket. Yeah. So. How do you feel about bucket mics? I, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> They're the worst. Lottery are the worst, you know. Uh, the worst slash best is when it's like a – a bucket mic for like a, a, a mic with a good crowd, um, like Cabo Wobble. Like you've been there? No, I haven't done that. Uh, they used to have the the Hooters, um, the Hooters. Like it was like a mic slash show right there on like on Hollywood Boulevard mm. across the street from like the Hard Rock, I believe. Yeah, I never done that. And either. it was like a dope fucking spot. Like it was fucking crazy energy in there, right? But it was like bucket. So it's hard to get on, but when you did, get on, did, did you get? Does I, everyone get on? Uh, like you don't get on every time, but then they pull out somebody, you know what I mean, and then they have a guaranteed spot for next week. Uh, it's it, they have a really that's, cool. That's why I don't like those mics because you could go and not get up for uh, for weeks on end. Like uh, the ice house, like I've been there multiple times and uh, not gotten up. up. You know, like uh, I've, but you know I do get up. Yeah, I do have good luck. Like I was at Flappers last night, and I, um, I got up fairly early, and the last three times I went, I got up, and I know people that don't get up, they don't expect to get up. You yeah, know? Um, it's tough, man. And I don't know. Sometimes you know, I'm not saying I like the the what they're doing, the comedy chow guys. I love what they're doing. Those guys are fucking killing it. But I know exactly what you're talking about. There's a couple of mics where I just don't go just because it's like, dude, because I've seen them pull fucking names and then put them back in and then pull, <laughs> pull another one and yeah. it's like uh, bullshit just say they'll blatantly put their friends up yeah you know? yeah it's, which, part of, it's part of the game which i'm not even mad because like people have done that for me oh yeah <laughs> but oh, it's yeah. like ah oh, that sucks you know yeah. what i mean but <laughs> that's so funny i always feel like a dick when somebody does that for me but it's like i want the stage time i'm sorry it, it's hard to get stage yeah. time is hard to get how how do you think stage time? Do you think it's easy to get in LA? Easier to get in LA? Super easy. Really? I mean, it's like you like, yeah, yeah, it's like ridiculous because um, I consider like fucking like LA, like downtown Hollywood. You know what I mean? And even like like Long Beach and fucking part of like the OC. I feel like to me, like that's all LA because it's all drivable. You know? Yeah, but what I'm saying is like it's hard to get like. You can do some coffee mics shops and, and just some mics, but oh, you to mean get into like good fucking, rooms, like yeah. 
If you can go to the improv on Sunday night and not get up, go to the store on Monday night and not get up, and then on Tuesday go to the Westside Comedy Club mic and not get up. You yeah, know? it's the, rough You could like not that. get up three yeah. days in a row, and that, and that's what usually happens, you know? Yeah, that does you happen a lot, especially at, like good, at good mics and shit. Yeah, those well, are, like those are mics. Good stage time. Those mics have crowds, the yeah. ones I mentioned, you know, the ones that you're talking about, you know? It's not... Exactly. Yeah, you those could, you could do a, a a booked mic, you know. A lot of the times, what would happen to me is like I would go and I'd sign up and blah blah, and it would take too long, and I'd be like, "Fuck, what am I doing?" And I'd just go do another spot, you know what I mean? And it's hard to stay because you don't know if you're gonna get up exactly. But when you do get up for some of those, like it's ridiculous, right? Like the comedy store, like dude, I've not gotten up so many times. It's fucking the first time I got I got to perform there was when I did the roast. I did I never got up for the fucking Mike, you know what I mean? For, the, I, for the potluck. Yeah. And even Kill Tony, dude, I've never gotten How many times time. did you sign up? I've signed up, like, probably, like, five times. But then, like, I've signed up for, like, five times, and then I would stay and watch the show. And even then, it's like, ah, dude, I'm not going to get picked, whatever. You know, when it starts yeah, getting yeah. late, and I'll just bounce, too, because it's whack. I, 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 w- I was going to this, been going to the comedy store every Monday since August. Trying to trying to get on potluck and kill Tony. So I went on kill Tony once, and then I got on potluck one time. Yeah, uh, sometimes I would just go in between. You know, if I'm down there, you know, uh, do a mic and just to waste time. I'll go and watch it, like at the belly room, or like sometimes I'll do that with kill Tony, and not expecting to get up, but just you know wasting time so I can go hit another spot. Mm-hmm. But you've gotten up at kill Tony, and mm-hmm. you have you done any other stuff for uh, the comedy store? I got up on potluck. Uh, Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? How yeah. was that? Uh, it was it was really good. Like, I, I was proud with what I did up there. Uh, I got up early, five spots, so uh, it's tough because there's not a lot of crowd, but there's about 30 comedians tucked in the back. So, but there was about one row of people when I was there, and uh, I didn't know whether to play to the people in front of me or the people behind me. Like, like across the yeah. So I was doing my jokes and uh, I was getting some good laughs, but um, it it would have it would have benefited me to maybe be more energetic and demand the crowd more, you know, because I'm not an energetic person, but you know, I should have pushed it a little bit more. I didn't know I didn't want to seem fake though, you know, because yeah. that's not how I am as a person. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, but I got off stage thinking like, did I have enough energy? But I, and then I, I remember talking to, to uh, my buddy. He's like, no, you did good. You, you did your shit. It's just a, um, a weird room. And then I saw people, killers, go after me and not to do, not do at, as well as me. And yeah. I'm like, oh, they're, they're funny. You yeah. know, so it made me have more confidence in my set to know, to, to watch the room a little bit. I'm like, oh, I might have done the best you could do in this room, you know? So by the end, I felt confident. But nice. when I got off stage, I'm like, you know what? I didn't feel like I killed. I didn't feel like I killed. This was my moment. I've been do- trying to get up for five months, you know? And it's just all that preparation and that anxiety. And it's just like, okay, I did it, you know? It felt like an accomplishment. Like, I did it. You know, I did kill Tony. Um, this is what the store, you know, people hang around the store for. And, you know, you watch people get up on potluck and not do well. And you think they're wasting their spot. And your ego comes <laughs> in like, I should have that spot. And it's just, it's human nature but like i was i was very happy with the even the lineup that i got on 
because I had, uh, you know, Mikey McKernan on that lineup, you know, Tamer Katan, who's um, a great Egyptian comic, coming up real quick. Um, and, you know, well, Guido, Guido Salteri, do you know him? He's, no, I don't know him. He's funny. KJ, he just came out here from Michigan. He's been killing it. Um, just, just like a really funny dude, you know, yeah. just like very developed and just like, a, you know, not L.A., which is kind of nice. You know, he's not L.A. Yeah. You see a lot of L.A. comics. And it's nice when people come out here that you know are in L.A. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I was happy I was on that lineup, too, because sometimes I see lineups and I don't know anybody on that list. And the lineup that I was on, I'm, I can name five people, you know, Yeah. that, that are really cool. Which so. is exciting because you're like, oh, my friends are on this, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was great for my first time. Very cool. How did you feel the first time doing Kill Tony? Oh, uh, that was surreal, man. Like, I did my best joke. You know, you, they only give you a minute on Kill Tony to do your stuff, and then they interview you. So I only did my best minute because it had my most uh, laughs per minute. Yeah. You know, I even, like, <laughs> to a science, I'm like, which joke has the most, most laughs, laughs per, per minute? minute? I wrote it out, you know, counted it out. Um, and this joke I really like, too, because it's about my lisp, so it's about me. Yeah. And I was making fun of myself. And it killed. Um, but it was weird because I didn't get called out of the bucket. My girlfriend did. She went up, had a good set, a great interview. And they asked her what her boyfriend did. She said he's a comedian. They didn't know me. They wanted to see if I could follow her. And I feel like they did not want me to do well. Yeah. When I, while I was going up there, they did not want me to do well. I yeah, I remember crowd. watching it, and they were like, let's see if the boyfriend's as funny as you or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a competitive person, you know? Like, I have an older brother that beat me at a lot of video games my whole life, so I'm used to losing, you know? Like, I'm <laughs> like, I'm not a competitive person, so, like, I didn't even, like... Oh, and then I got stopped on my way to Kill Tony. I got stopped by um, Frank Castillo, who's a, who's a great comic at the comedy yeah. store. He won Roast Battle. He's he's hilarious. He's opening for some great people right now. Um, and he, he stopped me. He said, hey, man, do your best joke about your girlfriend. And I was already going to do that lisp joke. I yeah. already wrote everything down, been you know planning this. And then I was kind of like, oh, do I listen to this guy? Because you know, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, He's in a comedy store shirt. And... Uh, on my way on stage, I'm like, no, just do, just go with your gut, you know? Um, and I'm glad I did because it killed. Uh, and I had a great, I had a great one minute. My interview, I was still nervous. Like, I only felt comfortable doing my minute. Like, I'm, I don't, I don't really do interviews and just talking and trying to be funny. They definitely uh, overwhelmed me, you know, while yeah. I was up there. I was just happy to be there. I was just nodding my head and like, ha, ha, ha laughing awkwardly like uh, uh next time i'm there my interview will be better <laughs> man dope thing though that they're doing huh with the kill tony oh man i love what they're doing they're giving you know it's like someone told me it's carson for open micers yeah and i like that yeah because people watch it like dude across the fucking country people mm -hmm. watch this mm -hmm. shit it's carson for open micers and it's so funny man uh, Tony and you Hinchcliffe, can tell Jeremiah, those guys, and Joel, th they are so funny. They make that show. Um, they are so funny. And they're like, everybody, what I like there is that, like, um, not everybody is, like, too 
good to talk to you. You know what I mean? Because, like, there's some spots where, like, you'll go and it's like, like, they won't even fucking say what's up. Oh, no. And then those guys are super cool. And then there's like, yeah, like them. Like I, I had, I had Joel cool. Jimenez on my on my show this week. Yeah. And he is so cool. Like, I, always, I thought he was, like, on a different level and, you know. Uh, a buddy was like, hey, you should get Joel on your show. And Joel was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I'm like, wow. Like, I just felt, like, so flattered, and the show went well, and I just wanted to impress him, you know? <laughs> like, Yeah. Because they're at a different level. And Tony Hinchcliffe is so nice. He sees me and Karina, and he remembers us from when we went up, and he's so nice to us, and uh, he he's just encouraging. And uh, it's a great mic to not get up at. Because we're talking about mics that you don't get up. If you don't get up at Kill Tony, it's still a fun fucking show uh, yeah i always end up enjoy seeing, yourself and i always end up like either um staying for like most of the show and then leaving towards the end or yeah. staying for whole the sh- all the show because there's a bunch of people that i already know there you know mm-hmm. and it's like oh what's up you know and then everybody just stays there and doesn't get up together <laughs> yeah but that's like me and karina's thing like every monday like we go we do like she picks me up from work i take the train to work from rancho i take the train to north hollywood she picks me up from work. We go straight to the store. I get out. And I ask my boss if I can get out an hour early every Monday yeah. so I can go to the store. And he's cool with it. Fuck, so that's amazing. It's dude. amazing, dude. I'm so, ha- yeah, I'm you so have happy. Yeah, great fucking. Yeah, job. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Uh, so uh, we that's our Monday spot. Like, we love watching Kill Tony. We just have fun doing it. Like, you know. Um, and if we if we don't get up, you know, we got to watch a cool show together, you know, and it's yeah. kind of our Monday thing, it's and su- it makes Mondays a lot you better. You guys have, like, a really nice relationship, which is super cool. Yeah. And so cool that you guys are both comics, because, like, I mean, it's what you want to be doing anyways, you know what I mean? You want to be at a fucking comedy show, mm-hmm. so you guys could just fucking do it together, you know? That's, that's sick. Yeah, maybe she just did it, because uh, she just wanted to... She got tired of me leaving to an open mic. She was like, oh, I'm coming with this guy now. You think, that, <laughs> you think that's how she started with like, the comedy? No, she started because she thought she was funnier than me. Oh. Oh. Did she say it? <laughs> she she didn't like, say it, but, you know, I, <laughs> I know. Uh, wh- why did you start? Um, the reason I got back into it, so uh, this is about to get serious. So I did, I did that little stint, and then um, – I got really busy at work, and I never picked it back up uh, from just doing that little ha-ha stint. Yeah. Because, um, like, the I, first time you did it, you were pushed into it, but what? Yeah, yeah. Why so, at work, there was pilot season that came where, basically, uh, Hollywood orders a bunch of pilots, and they pick up about, like, 10% of them, right? They don't pick up a lot. So, a lot of – but we have to process them all at my job. So, pilot season is a really busy time for us. That happened as I was – starting to do stand-up, and then I never thought about it again because I got busy at work. Um, and then I was dating I was dating this girl for about two years, um, and then she killed herself. Oh, well. I quit my job uh, around the same time. Like, she, she did that over uh, about a year ago, about two years ago over the Christmas break, and I quit. I unofficially quit my job. I called my boss, left. told him what happened. Yeah. And said I need time, um, and then I just never went back because she kind of re- reminded me of that job because I started that job yeah. as I started dating her. Fuck, and, that's so know, rough. Yeah, it made me realize like, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? She was, she was a great writer. She was writing fiction stuff, and she ended up being like, she was doing a substitute teaching thing. So like, she was a big creative, and she like always supported me doing anything. Uh, so I stopped. 
uh, working and just was, you know, depressed for months, you know, did therapy for a while. My therapist, uh, I mentioned to my therapist that I did stand up a few times and she was like, you should do that. Yeah. You know, she pushed me to do that. Uh, I ended up doing that more than I did therapy and just stopped going to therapy, just started going to more and more open mics until it came like an obsession like I would go out every night I didn't have I didn't have a job I wasn't thinking about a job I had money stacked up kind of like what you're you're saying we don't have to think about yeah think about it you know and I was just doing it because it's better than staying home exactly you know and I mean yeah and with my own thoughts you know yeah. and so like I would just do it and it made me feel good and you know making other people laugh and just gives you know and it it was a great experience for me uh, to to kind of get out of that uh, depression and become part of a community. Um, How long so uh, do you think you're you're over your depression, or do you think uh, how long do you think it like it lasted? I think it, I think it, I think it's depressions like waves. You know, at first, you know, they're crashing and they're coming constantly. Yeah, and then like after time, they just kind of just like a ripple effect, and sometimes you get a big wave of it. You know. If something like uh, reminds you of it, or if you're in like, if it's a certain important day, you know. But I think I think it's like I think it's waves. So it's like always it, there. You think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't That's think it ever. I feel about yeah, it. I don't think it goes away. Like, yeah. I don't think it like, oh, you cured your depression. It's like no, this this, it's it's calm waters right now. You yeah. know, like no, there's no waves crashing. You know, and but before that, like I've never really dealt with depression, and so like when. And I and she didn't give me any signs like this one. Like I've had yeah, crazy. Uh, what was it? What was it over? Uh, she had, she had constant anxiety and depression that she lived with and never showed. You know, um, she wasn't one to put her problems on other people, and never you know talked about it with me. But it's stuff that that I learned. Um, after you know she was hiding it all but she was dealing with it constantly yeah one of the happiest people i knew and there were but, no, but sometimes they're like, their, they're their most you yeah know, like so it, it it was weird because like i've had you know crazy ex-girlfriends that said oh if you leave me i'll do this or that i'll hurt myself and uh you know this wasn't like that you know this was you know we we're we were together you know things were were seemed to be good and then you know there was no word of that there was never fighting like that she never th had those threats or cries for attention that the other ones had you know yeah. like so it was very like uh like just threw me a curveball you know like i was like what is life you know like i, I didn't know like like anything you yeah know? how old were you when that happened this was two years ago so i was 20 26 about to be 27 yeah yeah it was it was uh yeah so from then like i never really dealt with depression until then so like i and it's probably nothing that she dealt with but if it's it's like a if it's a taste of it then i can you know if if i would have had this maybe i could have related to her before you know but like uh i'm it definitely gave me more sympathy for people you yeah. know and I definitely reach out for people to people maybe too much. Like I'm that I'm that guy at a mic. You know how people talk about suicide all the time. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go home and kill myself. I'm that guy running after that guy after a mic and be like, "Hey man, if you need someone to talk to, my name's Josh." <laughs> you know, I I heard you know you talking about you know how you hate life and stuff. He's like, "No, dude, I I love life." You know, I'm just yeah, dude. I always tell yeah. people I'm like Josh is like one of the nicest guys. Like, <laughs> honestly, you've never given any reason. To dislike you at all, you're super nice, man. I, I think that's how you like it. You have to be like you never know 
um, what people are you know going, going through, what through. they've been through. Like I'm, I'm nice to, I'm nice to everyone. <laughs> like there's comics that I probably shouldn't be nice to because they're they're not nice people. But you know, it's like it, it's it's just something that I learned from that. You know, I'm a better person be- because I went through that. You know, and yeah. and hopefully, um, and and it's like I want to do I want to do great for 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 me and you know and for her and uh it's kind of like i have some extra motivation to it you know yeah uh but like it's it's been a while and i think i'm getting to a point where um i'm dealing with it better and i'm talking about it more there's a while where i wasn't talking about it uh, but i'm talking about it more and even started talking about it a little on on stage oh really yeah. that's very brave actually yeah. that's yeah. actually very so that's that's another like when I came up with that joke I realized oh I'm I'm dealing with this better you know like I'm I'm learning. It's definitely a a good way to go of it you know what I mean. It it seemed to be a big part of or something that happened that you know striked you in a big way, struck you in a big way in life. So why not put that into what you're putting your life into now you know yeah because it's a part of me and for you to get to know me like i you know you don't need to know everything but like to just give you a little insight of what i've been through exactly yeah like richard Pryor talks about you know the craziest stuff growing up in a whorehouse whorehouse, you know like stuff that you would think this isn't comedy this isn't funny and he makes it so hilarious. Yeah, and then the thing is because it's like it sure it's like horrible shit or crazy shit happening to you, but you're like a funny person, you know. So you get to just ex- put that out there, just like it goes through you because it's actually yeah. funny. Yeah, know? yeah. Sometimes without even wanting to or without even trying, like you'll find the funny in something fucked up, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But it's a better way to be than to just you know to just keep it. You know what I mean? Inside. Yeah. It is hard. Do you think you're funnier on stage than you are in person? Or do you think you're funnier in person than you are on stage? Oh, fuck, that's a good one. I try to be who I am um, on, stage. on stage. So it's like I try to go on th- up there and have nothing change other than I ha- I know what I'm going to say when, I, when I'm on stage. You know what I mean? But You might be projecting a little bit more. <laughs> Yeah. Your voice, right? Yeah, I'm definitely because I do yell a lot. I like yelling. So, where does that come from? Where's that? Is that influenced by like any, uh, you asked me about my influences, but I don't know yours. I don't even know. It's just uh I guess it's just like a first of all like like Is it know, a B- Bill Burr thing, a Kinison thing? Uh, I don't think so. I'm not a huge fan of Kinison. I love Bill Burr. Yeah. Um but it's not even it's just I like when I talk passionately about shit, I end up yelling and I, people are always like, why are you yelling? It's kind of <laughs> yeah, like the yeah. Bill Burr thing. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's not it's just like I, I, I just get really passionate about shit. It's like mm-hmm. the Bill Burr thing, but that's exactly how it feels, man. It's just it, it is. And then it when I'm like on, the, it's kind of a little draining, too. Like I remember yeah. watching a Bill Burr for an hour and you know of him just yelling and i was i kind of got like i was tired after (laughs) and i didn't do anything but watch it and i don't even think that like i i mean i do like i talk about shit that annoys me on stage you know what i mean yeah and it's a funny way to use it you know your cadence or you know what i mean to express that i think it's like it gets people in the in the into the bit you know 
But I think a lot of my influences, like looking looking at it, do like some of the yelling thing, like Eddie Pepitone. Mm-hmm. Fucking love Eddie Pepitone, and he just he just seems angry all the time, but he's not angry. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just, um, but I don't know. I don't really know where it comes from. I think it's just something that I saw in like comics that like David David Tell. He just like <laughs> not that he yells, but he like you know what I mean. He Yo, definitely yeah. raises his voice. David Tell is great. Did you watch that Bumping Mics with oh, Jeff yeah. Ross? Yeah, I just started watching that. I yeah. haven't I haven't watched the episodes they have, but I started watching the shit that they um like when they went on late night shows and all that shit. Yeah, watching all those those are pretty funny. But um, getting back to that, yeah, it's just the way I end up just saying shit. That's how I think it's funny to me sometimes. So that's just how I say it. And plus, like a lot of the spots that I started in were bars. Where nobody gives a fuck. You have to. So some like, places gonna, like I need to yell at like, you. Like the hideaway and the castle. Some places like you have to yell yeah. to get the attention. Like you got, you want to be heard. Like I've been waiting for this stage time. There's people here. They're not paying attention. I'm gonna yell. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something. Yeah. I have. I don't know if I've ever like yelled on yeah. stage. You know? I yelled but there, constantly. Yeah. yeah. But and then you know like um, fucking um, Anthony Davis yells a lot on stage. Do you know him? He's like a the redhead? Yeah. 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 He yells a lot on stage, and it's like, we don't yell the same way, but it's funny when he does it. You know what I mean? He does his own mm-hmm. thing. Like, I just think it's a funny thing to do and bring people into the bit, I guess. That's the only reason I do it. Um, you're pretty quiet for the most part, and you rely heavily on, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is funny. It's going to be funny no matter what, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't Chris Rock deliver things, you know? Yeah. And sometimes I wish I wish I was more animated and more of a performer. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm more of just, like, this is it, this is the joke, and that's it. You know, like, that's kind of my cadence all the time. <laughs> And really don't get too loud. <coughs> just delivering you what I have to say. How long did it take you to to understand uh, like cadence and I guess rhythm in a set? I'm still figuring it out, you know. And it it there's there's no like it's it's more timing. Like I try to play with things. Like what if I say this and, and this and. Uh, there's one one joke I have that was like it works better when I have a longer pause, you know, and I know that yeah. sometimes I'll try to say it too quick when I only got three minute sets and I'm like, oh, that didn't work because I didn't have a long enough pause, you know, yeah. so it's kind of like um, I'm learning from just doing it um, and it's and it, and it varies. Uh, but I do see people that you were conscious of it from the, the beginning, though, like, oh, I should say this this way um, or you just we're up there just like saying it however you know what i mean however you wrote it down i guess Mm -hmm. yeah i would write down everything and just memorize it um and just kind of say it um and then when i realize people are talking or laughing over uh me saying the next line i'm like oh okay that's that's what's funny so i need to wait there expect a laugh there and then it, it's always sucks when you wait for a laugh and it and doesn't, it doesn't come. come yeah that's the worst <laughs> so you go to the next mic i'm gonna wait now uh, uh, man but, but now i've been better at like not stepping on my laughs and like waiting and reading the room and um it still happens i step on my laughs a lot sometimes because i'll like like if they're laughing if i've got like you know if i'm on a roll 
and then I get all excited and I want to just like keep it going and yeah. it's like so dumb. But every time like I'll watch it or I'll listen back, I'm like, I just should have just chilled for a couple yeah. extra seconds and let the fucking laughter die off for a minute. Yeah, dude, stand up is it's not easy. It's hard. And I learn every time I get on stage, I'm learning something. I'm exactly. at I'm at that point where I just need to get up on stage as much as possible and just, you know, keep 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 keeping on, you know? Like it's it's nothing that you could like read in a book that you learn on stage. Like yesterday I learned that uh that garage mic is a great place not to do material, you know, to just riff and try to come up with new material. Yeah. And I try to use that and I never really riff. So just trying to riff and giving myself that challenge and pushing myself or uh, if I don't have new material, try to do things differently. Like, oh, I'm going to try to do that joke before this joke this time or try to start with my closer or try to make it interesting for me so I'm not wasting myself on stage. Yeah. I'm always trying to do something different, um, whether it's a line here or there or a different reference, you know, just little things to keep me interested in my material because I went through a couple months where I was very robotic on stage wasn't connected to my material and it was because I was doing it for so for so long for so long I became robotic and yeah. I was just like not having fun like I caught myself up there being like uh, you know just going through the motions and you never want to feel like that because they see that like and then it's also that's the thing you do to be like you know what I mean you, that's the thing you want to do like the one thing throughout the day where you're just like fuck yeah i'm gonna get to get up and then totally. you go up there and it's like ah oh, damn totally. it i got no satisfaction yeah you you're know? looking forward to it the whole day you yeah. finally get there and then you're not you're you're not there you're, you're, that's you're the somewhere worst. else that's, that's what pushes me to try to like write new shit and go in different directions or at least just even if i like have only like a couple things like i'll just talk to the crowd like i have to like try to get something different out of it you know yeah, what i mean yeah but so that's where you are now where do you want to be with comedy i just want to continue like getting better right now like i just want to continue getting better like i don't know where stand-up is going to take me like i still want to be a writer you know like i would love to do like stand-up i don't see like if i'm just like a working comedian i'd be happy like writing on a tv show be happy writing on a late night show I'd be happy, you know, on a cruise ship doing comedy. Like, I'm very simple. Like, I don't need, like, uh, a lot of attention because that's not why I got into it at first, you know? Yeah. Like, I always saw stand-up as a means to do something else, but I love doing it, and I want to continue to do it. It's very it's very fun to me, and, like, I've been lucky enough to uh, convince people that I'm good at it, you know? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> it's funny. That's how it feels. Like, that's all we're doing. Just like, no, I'm funny. Just yeah. like, trust me. Trust, trust no, somebody me. give me a mic, you know? <laughs> that's how I just, that's the whole thing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunities that I've been, I've been given doing these shows. And, uh, like I've been, I've been like, since I can look back a year, I want to every year, I want to look back at the year before and think I've come a long way yeah i always want to like yeah that like i always look forward to like the beginning of the year and then looking back and being like damn i was shitty in the beginning yeah, of the yeah. year you know i don't want to give myself like unrealistic expectations because i don't want to be disappointed yeah. like like I'll, I'll always do stand up until it's not fun for me to do it like that's how i feel that's cool just keep doing it until until like you know if your heart's not in it don't do it you know i see some people that that seem jaded i'm like are you having fun up there like <laughs> you, you seem very sad 
you know, and then other people who are having fun, like the crowd has fun with them. So that's something I've been, <laughs> I've learned. Very sad. That's yeah. funny. You you see people that are like jaded, and they don't even know why they're up there. You know, it's like, it's it's easy to to give yourself um, a couple of years to make it, and then not, and then just sit there like. You know what happened? You know, feeling like a failure when you're only like halfway there. Yeah, it's, it's like, like fuck. It's, it's it's not a race. It's a well, if it is a race, it's a marathon. You know, so that's what I've heard, and that's what it like. My expectations have always been like I'm not gonna be good my first couple of years, and that's fine. And the fact that I'm actually okay right now, I'm like, oh, I'm doing good. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe instead of ten years, I could do it in nine. You know, like <laughs> that's how I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have. My my goal is just be just as funny as I can be, and just and then and then just let everything else just yeah. come. Yeah. So know? you don't give yourself like I need to do this goal. I want to be yeah. here at a certain point. I just have like goals like where it's like, like I want to just be funny for twenty minutes straight. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then like that's it's so stupid that that's like my goal. It's just like I want to talk for twenty minutes straight and be funny. Yeah. Because like normal people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but like, dude, that would that would be it. You know what I mean? And then if you just have twenty minutes straight of material, it's like you can just do spots. Exactly. You know? And that's a goal. To, that's a small goal to have. Like I want twenty solid minutes of material. Yeah. You know, like I have ten solid minutes that I did uh, at the ice at the ice house. That was probably my most sen- ten solid minutes, and I was very happy with that. And just the fact that I've came um, a year with a 10 solid minutes that I'm happy with, that's about me. Like, I feel like that's good. I'm on the right track. Um, so that's like a mini goal that I had. Like, I have mini goals. Like, I wanted to do a Chatterbox show. Yeah. Because I would do their open mics, and they have great shows on Sunday, and they have open mics on Thursday that I would go to. And I finally got the Chatterbox show that I did back in uh, July. And that was like a mini, like that was like some reassurance for me that I was funny because I really wanted to do that. Small goals, yeah. yeah. I wanted to do Kill Tony. I wanted to do pot, like little goals, like but but goals that you could actually like reach, you know, yeah. like yeah, like I'm not trying to be on the fucking Tonight Show, you know what I mean? And yeah, and you know, even to be on the Tonight Show doesn't help you that much like it used to. So yeah, uh, I yeah, that shit's dead basically. Some of them are cool. You know, but really, you could just do everything yourself now. So it's no, it's true. Why really fuck around? You could just do it. But the hardest thing is like being prepared for when like an opportunity comes because some, a lot of people just look for the opportunity to like, you know what I mean, get there quick. But it's like you got to be prepared when it gets there. Oh yeah. Otherwise, what the fuck? You're and gonna get up there and, and say yes to every opportunity. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. I've been saying yes to everything. Like you. I don't know. I don't know you. You want me on your show? I'll do it. Yeah, it's at a pizza spot, uh, you know, in front of an yeah. arcade. Like whatever, I'll do it. Like it's a, you know, it's in a, <laughs> it's in a laundry mat. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Like I'll, I, I've been saying yes to everything, and some of them, um, have been great. But I learned from every every opportunity. Yeah, you know, every opportunity I get. I There's just been a couple where I've just been like, nah, because it's just like, damn it, I've done that, and I know it's gonna. Like, well, if you've done it, yeah. it's gonna be like like whack. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's like, eh. Or like some that I just like, I'm like, dude, I'm going to drive all the way the fuck over there. You want me mm-hmm. to drive all the way the fuck over there and then not pay me? You know what I mean? Yeah. But. What do you, what do you think about this IE scene versus the LA scene? Do you think there's uh do you think it's just good to do, to do both and be around everything? And you should just, just you be have in the to OC go scene? I like to, I like to do it all. Yeah. You got to go everywhere. Like, 
you have to you can't play for the same crowd every time you have to know your shit is working everywhere you know oh yeah um if you just stick around in one spot i mean like that's cool but you really should be wanting to like try it as many in as many different places as you can you know what i mean just to reassure yourself that your shit's funny in as many different places as you can be funny you know and then just different crowds like some crowds you know what i mean you know what to expect some of them are like a curveball you know Mm -hmm. it's just why not i don't see i don't see an issue i don't see like a argument for for just for staying and doing just one no you go to a different different city that they don't know your jokes you know yeah (laughs) it's a good room you go to another mic and they don't like you don't they don't know yeah you know and that's that's a good like feeling when you're like all right where these jokes are getting stagnant here like you start you start like kind of losing um like faith in your jokes just like People are like not really laughing or responding to it. Mm-hmm. Then you go do it in another spot and it fucking kills, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I knew it was funny. You know <laughs> what I mean? You go to another uh, spot and it kills, and you're like, Yeah, this shit's funny. I'm gonna yeah. throw it in the act. You ever get off stage like, I know it was them, not me, because <laughs> I know I that always, material is good. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely been those times, but I feel like, like if I fucked up or if I didn't get laughs, I always feel like it's on mm-hmm. me. I'm like, I should have fucking like. If they're not responding, like you should figure, you should yeah. try to figure. Like that's, I think that's why I go up there. Like you know what I mean? Because I, that's the whole point. Like go up there and try to figure out how to be funny to these people yeah. and how to connect, no matter what. You know what I mean? Whether yeah. it's a bar and they're trying to watch a baseball game, or whether it's at a fucking club and all eyes are on you, just try to connect. And that's one of the things I've learned more recently. Because like before, I was like, I'm just gonna go up and just do what the fuck I'm doing. But, like, sometimes now it's like, oh, now I got to give these people energy or yeah. I got to fucking, like, just, like, make not yell at these people. I make the mistake of uh, smoking before I get on stage. And then I'm just, I have I have no energy, you know? And, I'm, and I wonder why I don't have energy. I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have uh, yeah. smoked that blunt right before I went <laughs> on stage. You know, like, it's not uh, – I wonder – I need to stop. I need to stop doing that because it's already hard for me to have energy. Um, I <laughs> – what this you asked me hardest time I've bombed it was I uh, it might have been a few weeks ago it was a Saturday night where um, I went to Bert's back room and it's just comedians in there about eight comedians and I've never made a room full of comedians the Hawaiian guy hosts that or who's who who runs that or it's uh, like an all day type of thing a bunch of Rachel Cuthbert right? it's like it's like a fourth wall style yeah okay. so it's just comedians in there and. Uh, I went on stage, I said a couple things, and they hated me immediately. <laughs> like, I did insult them, but, like, because I got there late, and I was like, like, I'm really? sorry I missed the people set. Uh, sorry to the people set I missed. And then I was like, no, I probably didn't miss anything. You know, so I kind of insulted them there. Yeah. And then I did a joke about how I work in TV, but, like, the beginning of that joke is, uh, I work in TV because I'm better than all of you, you know? <laughs> oh, so both of them right off the bat, it was just like, all right, dick. Lost them immediately, bro. Yeah. I've never lost a room that quick, but it was a first, you know? Like, I, I went through, f- I had to do my five minutes after that 
to a dead crowd. Like they gave me nothing. I've five never, minutes. I've never done five minutes and not got a laugh. And that's from like the first time I did stand up. Like I would get at least a chuckle. This was nothing. I felt like I was perform performing to nobody. Right Unlikable. No one liked me. And like, <laughs> I got <laughs> when I, as I was getting off stage, I was like, "All right, you guys have been awful." And then, oh, then really, I've done that. And yeah. That's really, like looking back now, that's like oh, just let it. Like that should have just Let never said that. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> then the woman really in the, the crowd, part. the woman in the crowd, like one of the comedians was like, "Well, you came on stage and insulted us yeah. when I said that," and I was like, "Well, <laughs> yeah." And then you can't even do it, and I already did it. You know yeah. what I mean? Fuck. Yeah. But uh, that's definitely I, that's the, the worst part. Was okay. Uh, my buddy Gerardo was was there, and yeah. he was he was very entertained with me doing bad because you see your friend do bad like you know they're not funny but when you see them do bad like it's just it's just something very funny about it so he was like dude what was that he's like how high are you like that's what he asked me he was like it was very embarrassing that there's, fucking funny, there's also another comedian there that <laughs> i really respect crack, like, over here. <laughs> that guy's fucking funny yeah Gerardo's great yeah he taught me a lot he showed me a lot of ie mics you know and i i learned a lot from him yeah, he's a great guy too. Mm -hmm. He's super nice as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was another comedian in that crowd that I didn't do well in, uh, that I really respect, um, and I kind of was bummed that I bombed in front of him. And then I went to uh, another mic. Like two mics later, I saw him at Flappers, and I didn't know he was in the crowd. But I came off stage after doing very well, and I saw him there, and I felt like it was like a redemption You're a little like, bit. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he saw me. Yeah. Do okay. You know, have you ever done those spots where, like, um, there's comics in there and then they don't, like, you're, <laughs> this happened to me, I was bombing and there was comics in the room not laughing, and then um, I'm like, I've been on shows with you where where I've done great and I saw you laughing, and then, you know you what I mean? Did you call them out on it? No, you, uh, I you don't, but uh, it's just like, I'm like, you know what I mean? Just, like, eating dick up there, just thinking, like... And like you could just chuckle and get a chain reaction. Yeah, I going know away. you think it's funny. Yeah, but it's you know nothing. Get, yeah, because sometimes you need that first person to just laugh. And then also sometimes it's just that though. Like you're I doing know the your same jokes. shit, but you, you, I just came off unlikable. They can't get behind me. I yeah. came off as a dick. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that it's was very different for me. Like I always come off very likable. I don't know. Like <laughs> I'm a likable guy. <laughs> but so when I did when that happened, I'm like, man, they hated me. Like. Ah, it was it was interesting. It was uh, it was rough. It's rough every time that happens, but it's gonna happen. You know. You run. Uh, you have a what is your the young goats? That's yeah, like, yeah, the young goats. One of the comedians asked me why why young goats, and I'm like, uh, because we're not old goats yet. You know, we're still figuring it out. Like we're gonna we're gonna be the greatest of all time. You know, like we're getting like it's just. We have a lot of potential. That's what young goats are. It's just like full of potential in there, you know. And who's who's in that? Uh, or is it like a collaboration of comics, or is you, it's you? Or I, I like to say like anybody who's on our show is considered a young goat. You okay. Know? But uh, me and Karina, um, we we run the Instagram and I, I we book the shows. Um, and she hosts one of the shows and I host the other show. Uh, we just started doing a show once a month in Claremont at a at a brewery. It's a cider brewery, and um, I had her. I'm having her host it. It's once a month. She hosted the first one. The other ones this Friday, 
and she's going to host that as well just because um i feel like it's great for her because it was great for me to host the show and i just want to like challenge her continue what i was saying like push each other so i'm pushing her to host you know she wasn't thinking about hosting before i was like you should host it you know Uh, maybe she was thinking about it but she didn't you know talk about it it's cool man i see you out here making a lot of like moves and doing like what i love that you're doing is just you're just fucking doing it for yourself you know what i mean you're just like i'm just fucking do it whatever yeah i'm just doing me i'm just getting better on my own i'm just doing this and i'm just fucking and that's it you know exactly and i'm you know i'm meeting a lot of cool people in the process you know taking people's advice people have been doing it like longer than me when i've learned like some people like i used to be like oh these people have been doing it longer than me i need to catch up like yeah when i first like i went to school for editing and a lot of the people that were in my editing class like they had a background in editing or in music so i felt like i needed to play catch up there too yeah so i'm kind of used to you know just like uh-huh. so I, you I had kind to, of competitive this guy yeah, yeah well i had to outwork them like i went to a class where we didn't have class just to work on the system and just to get better and I feel like that's what I brought to the stage. Like, I hear people, they've been doing it five years. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, but how much do you get up? And yeah. they're like, oh, you know, once, twice a week. I'm like, oh, I'm getting up more than you. you yeah. know? I'm getting up way more than you. I'm going two, three, four times a night. Like, and that's new to me. Like, I used to go to a mic and once a night and feel accomplished. Like, oh, that was good. Or, oh, I'll do better next time, you know. But now I hit a mic, I don't do well. Like, when I bombed at that mic, I'm like, oh, you know what? The next mic's going to be better. You yeah. Know? I go to the next one. And then the next one, like, you know, after that, you know, it's like you have times to redeem yourself and get better and work on stuff. And it's uh, it's been great for me uh, just to just to get up, man. I just love getting up. So when I when I think about how many times I get up uh, a week compared to, like, people that have been doing it longer than me, um, like there's not that gap there anymore before when people used to tell me, Oh, I've been doing it, you know, six, seven years on, you know, five years. And I'd be like, Oh man, I just started last year. You know, I'm, I'm such a, I'm so new at it, but I'm like, you know what? If you just get up a lot, like you can catch up to those people. Yeah. And so like the so gap you put is, in like the work. Yeah. Like you put in the work condensed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to get out of what you put in, you know? Yeah. So I, and I had, I was lucky enough to have that year off where I wasn't working. Yeah. And that taught me a lot, like about writing and discipline and just getting up and, um, about comedy. And so, uh, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm lucky for that year, year and a half that I wasn't working. And now I am working. I'm lucky because my work is cool with me having shows and it's in North Hollywood around a lot of mics in the Valley and in LA more opportunities and I'm more ready for LA like if I was doing mics in LA last year they would have saw me suck you know and I yeah. don't mind sucking in the IE because they're t- it's a small group of people and <laughs> if they don't like you on stage they like you off stage yeah so it's cool you know like it it's kind of good to suck outside of LA come into LA and be like oh who's this guy yeah like going in there and then having good sets like more good sets than bad. Is yeah, like, yeah. Because you already kind of, you know, like, I guess I already have shit. I know it's going to work. Like, you're comfortable. Your stage presence is better. Like, you're, you don't go up there, like, questioning, like, all right, am I really doing this? You're, <laughs> up, there, you're up there, like, all right, this is what I'm fucking yeah. doing, you know? Yeah. It's cool. I'm not at the castle, like, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He's probably going to get buttered about that. I swear. People be getting buttered on here. Yeah. But... <laughs> All right, we're about to wrap this up, I think. Let me see. Thank you, man. I appreciate you being yeah. out here. Can I, can right. I, I'm going to plug some stuff. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to ask you, if you want anything, 
you know, you want to plug anything, just go ahead and go for it. Okay. Uh, we got the Bread and Barley Show at um, Covina, down the street from Chatterbox. She has a great mic, but Bread and Barley, it's a young goat show. We do it twice a month, every other Wednesday. starts at 9 o'clock. Having killer lineups. I got a, a neon sign of a goat. He does. That's one of my favorite things. Got a neon sign. Of, how much do you care about comedy? Enough to get a neon sign of a you goat? Don't have a goddamn neon sign. Get Custom out of my made. face. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> trying to brand, you know, marketing one on one right there. Um, and then we, we use that same goat <laughs> and we take it to the Iron Bark Cider. And that's in Claremont. So if you're in that area, we do that once a month. I think it's like the third Friday. It's a Friday, so it's a prime spot. Like They do a lot of stuff there, like poetry events. So it was cool to get comedy in there. They didn't have it, so we're running that. Then I'm starting an open mic in Rancho with Karina, another Young Goats production. Young Goats? Uh, yeah, it's off the, the 15 in Foothill, um, on the other side of Foothill from the In-N-Out, and it's a Kung Fu Tea. And it's, uh, and it's uh, semi-clean. Uh, that's a lot of shit. This guy's working on a lot of stuff. Yep. You guys need to hop on board because if you ain't fucking with him, you're fucking up. Hell yeah. You guys could find him on social media, at, on like Instagram. Yeah, follow the Young Goats on Instagram, and then mine is J underscore Awad, A-W-A-D. All right, you so guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Nate, man, thanks for fucking talking to me. This yeah. shit was awesome. Great. I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was the episode, you guys. I'm out.